And I just thought it was genius. And, and my partners called me after they saw it a few times, like, we get it now, fuck with it. Because it matter what they think. I don't know See, you got to make them think, though. Exactly. See, niggas ain't used to thinking. They used to shit being so basic to where, you know, you could just comprehend on the strength. You got to make niggas think sometimes. Put some creativity on it, put some thought into it, and make a motherfucker really respect your craft. What you hear from. How it came up, they don't like that shit. I talk it, I live it, I write that shit. In a pool full of hate, had to fight that shit. I'd like to welcome you to Ross Motherfuckers Ridge Podcast in the. World. <laughs> Where you wait for suspense? I like that. I like that. Suspense is my favorite genre of movie, not thriller. That's a different story. Mm-hmm. That's my man. Mm-hmm. I like that. But with that said, with that said, I like to welcome y'all back to another great episode. And this is a great episode because we got a homie who has been here before. So if you've listened to the podcast, you know who you're gonna hear. We got Grizzly X in the building. Make some fucking noise. What's, what's good? What's good? What's, what's good? good? What's good? How you doing, man? Okay. What's happening? Dab me up. I like the Phil Away Volume 1 merch, and I think that's a great way to start off this interview. Mm-hmm. Um, the last time you came, you hadn't dropped some music in a little bit, right. but now the Phil Away Volume came out, but now you got merch with it too. Mm-hmm. I was curious, what was what made you want to drop merch with this rollout or with this project in particular? Um, just to, you know, bring it broader, um, you know, reach to my fan base, you know what I'm saying, my supporters, um, the, you know, so, so people can feel a part of, you know, the movement. You Give them something tangible. Yeah, so they'll be like, oh, man, you know, I got something. For sure. I remember when he dropped that, that's mm-hmm. my man, or I like that project, that's why I purchased that merch, so, you know, that's, that's exactly why I did that one, you know? I like it, too. You made it customizable. Oh, like, yeah, Like, you yeah. allowed, you gave sort of a base, and then you said, go, go with what you want, um, was there something in particular why you did that? Why you added that as something in your sort of part of it? Uh, I'm not gonna lie, it was my homegirl out uh, Texas. Uh, you know, what I'm saying uh, she was like, um, you know, I, I wish I could put something on the side of the sleeve, like my own name or something like that, or something on the, you know, the, the pouch right here, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dang, you know, I can imagine how many other people would want to do the same thing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I was like, all right, let me hear, let me go ahead. So shout out to your lady supporters. They will show you right, man. I'm trying to tell you. And add a little bit more chicken oil to that thing. You did. I like that. I like that. Um, And that's mad dope. I never never even thought about that. But that's that's some pretty fire shit. So let's... I know we we jumping on around, but like I said, you've been here before, so the, you know we, we right. know we know about your story a bit. So I think we could we could kind of jump yeah, right into you know yeah, we, we yeah, could jump cool. right into the nitty gritty of things. So uh, Mook, you got anything before I, I I delve into something I had in my, off the top of my mind? PGN Records. Hey, uh, we in the building. That's the that's the squad. That's who I'm right. Shout uh, out Olamide. Shout out Olamide. I'm about to say he's been here. He dropped an. When he was dropping, that was kind of the gear up for Illuminate. Illuminate. There we go. Now, I apologize. <laughs> he he was getting ready to drop the the maintain album, and that was I think like kind of big for y'all, sort of y'all label, for y'all sure. mm-hmm. y'all group as a whole. Um, what I thought was interesting that you came you came after that, and y'all still pushing through like this very sort of underground sort of independent label. Um, what is it like? Did sort of the day to day doing that, 
um, we've heard of from his perspective, but I want to know like what it's like being the partner of that. Like, what is it like doing that? Um, it's real dope because you know you have somebody who's um, who has the same vision as you, mm-hmm. and I think that's really important. And that's kind of like what makes this happen is that everybody's on the same wave. You feel me? Like nobody's like, oh, well, I'm. Yeah, well, I'm doing this. Like it's like nah, bro. Like even if you're doing that, we're still all connected to you doing that. Like don't feel like you have to like stray away. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you're the lone wolf or anything yeah. like that. Like nah, we all a collective. We all doing something together. You feel me? So to have that um, camaraderie is mm-hmm. like something real. You feel me? It, it kind of empowers you to know that you got somebody that's like, oh yeah, I rock with that, or you know, so you can do better at this, or mm-hmm. you can do better at that. Because there's some, definitely some things Illuminate haven't helped me improve with my, you know what I'm saying, artistry as a uh, hip-hop artist. So, um, and then as, f- as far as financially too, like, you know, some things that I can hit him too, or he can hit me on too, that we both can get together and make both our lives a lot easier mm-hmm. as far as you know what I'm saying deals or contracts whatever we can look at both of each other like yo man that ain't that don't look right you know what I'm saying <laughs> or like hey man I, I'll ask them that question too like don't forget that like we both got support it's something that somebody might not see you got a different perspective and that's that's real you feel me so you know that it's good being a part of it you know what I'm saying we linked up um through a mutual friend, you feel me, that uh, helped, that was there who seen me. You literally just answered my question I was about to ask. Oh, word, word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a mutual friend. Um, it's a, That's a long story of how it all mm-hmm. came to it, like a tree. But, mm-hmm. yeah, we all had one mutual friend. Um, and then um, he was like, yo, I want you to come to this party and meet my man. It's Illuminate. He's doing his music shit, too. And he taking it serious. So I mean, and I know you taking it serious, but I was like 20, 21. Mm-hmm. Illuminate was already like 23, 24. So mm-hmm. he was kind of like a little older than me already. Mm-hmm. So he was getting me hit to like different stuff. And since then, it was been like one and popping. So, you know, sky's the limit from here on out, for real, for real. Like, sharp as iron. Yeah, you know, and maintain will be for us, for real. Like, you know what I'm saying? He put a lot into that. That's he like, did. that's like He's a, still putting a lot into well, that. Well, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, for sure. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, because you were on that project as well. For yeah. sure. And to me, I think it's interesting that, like, you guys really have the conglomerate thing pretty much down pat. Like I said, like, when you drop your thing, PGM was fully behind it mm-hmm. in the same way they were for him maintain. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely like a very much so like it feels like I said an underground sort of indie record label. And I just wonder like what's it like from your perspective as another artist? Cause mm-hmm. sometimes it's easy when there's one artist and there's only one label, but like you're also an artist here. So like mm-hmm. how do, how does it work for you? Like how do you how do you maintain? Cause I like I like I'm I I'm, I remember in your spawning like that commercial, like that was that was a mad dope kind of thing that y'all put together, yeah, sure. and I thought that was interesting. That like, once again, everything was put behind it the same way. Mm-hmm. Like Olamide, y'all was out in Utah doing that. Mm-hmm. Y'all did this for you, so I thought like, maybe sort of what's the marketing or what's the game plan for you that makes it different than him? Oh, well, we both got two different type of styles or two different type of you know what I'm saying identities. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying he's a different. He gets, he brings a different energy to the table that I bring. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what makes it easier for people to identify when we get on the track. Okay. Feel me? Like they be like, Oh, I know we're okay, that's that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a little bit about the flow, mm-hmm. like the energy. So, you know what I'm saying? I think that's real uh, interesting that, you know, we can have that type of connection or that bond with the with the music and stuff as well as, you know, have the partnership as people. You mm-hmm. feel me? So, um, 
yeah, as an artist, another thing that makes it different with the the marketing is um, how can I say the type of the type of beat selection also as well okay you know what I'm saying I might I might choose beats that's more high packed energy not saying illuminate don't but the way I go into like I can might slide into like an EDM type mm-hmm. s- sound or like almost Rave rock type, music yeah, type yeah. and then he might go into like super trap hard mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying Atlanta style yeah. you feel mm-hmm. me so super airy it, exactly super smoke type if you yeah. feel me so you know, we can we can switch it up, you know what I'm saying, as many times, you know, because people know me as just the lyrical or, the, you know, the smoke rap. But I'm like, yo, I can go to a whole different way. So, I'm glad I'm you gonna, say this. Because you just said a lot. And you just talked about some stuff. And I'm just like, brother. That's what I'm, you, you thought what I'm saying. This here project that you just dropped, you this four track thing, this yeah. EP. Mm-mm. You thought what I was thinking. What I was thinking was that, like, a lot of your old shit, like, galactic yeah. gas, like you said, it's, it's smoke around. Yeah. It's like, yeah. but, like, you out here. energy, all of that. But, like, this, you out here telling stories on this. this. Thing here? About yeah. people getting yeah. locked up and shit. Yeah, like, rapping, yeah. 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 So, who's that sort of survive story about? Like, that last verse. Mm-hmm. That's just the, that's just what's going on. Like, that's literally what's, and not even just in the community, but look at the rap game. Like, okay. I feel like. You know, not to go on a deep dive, but like hip hop, the culture has changed. Where if you not like it's like back then, you you weren't killing and like doing all that stuff. You were saying you rap, you were lame. So now it's built like if you gonna rap, you let like that type of lifestyle. You gotta live it. So it's kind of forcing certain people to <laughs> even imitate that they doing that, and then it causes them to get in certain situations. So it's like yo, these dudes, these youngins out here, is really trying to live that lifestyle just to be like their favorite rapper or to be living like the rappers that they imitate. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm That's why I'm saying, like, you know, these rappers wearing a disguise 24-7, I can see, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm saying, like, I, these rappers is wearing disguises. Like, these dudes ain't really what they doing or what they saying. And then you got these youngins imitating what they doing. So that's why I wrote that verse, because that's really what's going on out here. You know what I'm saying? D.C., Maryland, V.A., Texas, LA, you name it, like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, like. So what do you think, or how do you think, like, what you guys do, or you in particular, is, like, different? Because, like you said, you don't really, you don't really hit us with too many gun bars, mm-hmm. or, like, I'm about to murk, I'm about to yeah. murk, and all that. But in a world where, like, you know, that's that's what gets people popping out here. Like, that's, that's what, I mean. how do you balance all of that? I mean, to each his own, like, I'm not, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, don't get me wrong. Like, when, when you know, Pop Smoke come on, you think I'm going to just sit there with my cup and just <laughs> look around? Nah, I'm going to be lit dancing with everybody else, too. So, you know, it, be, it, it get there, you know, because, I mean, certain things for certain environments, but we still got to understand there's a psychology behind certain things. And, you know what I'm saying? There's, there's some sort of responsibility somewhere down the line, you feel me? But there's people, certain people for certain situations for that. We go to Cole, we go to Kendrick. For certain situations like that, not to be on off the Dave Chappelle with Ja Rule shit, but like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, if we want to hear that food for thought, let's go to them dudes for that. Don't expect NBA young boy to speak some spoken word and tell you to live positive. That's not what his music is for. So, don't, like, <laughs> so, so not where do you think your responsibility yeah. lies, but where do you think you kind of fit as an artist, or what type of artist do you find yourself wanting to be? Yeah, because I feel like your style has changed since the last time, time we had you. you had you yeah. till now. 
And I was going to ask, like, have you try, have you are you experimenting with a sound? Because this four this four track EP should honestly been like eight or nine, brother. Mm, like, I feel that. Yeah, like you could you could have <laughs> gave us more. Oh, where where respect respect? But, I appreciate you know that. Man, you honestly could have gave us more because like the last track is my favorite track, but we are gonna get to that later. Okay. But yeah, you know what I'm saying. But continue, Charles. What no, I'm just saying, like, what do you think? Because I think you hit a point. Like, there's food for thought. Like, there's yeah. people you go to. Like, and you gave us food for thought. For the most part, like you know, too high is maybe a different type of vibe with yeah. a little bit. But like, with that said, like, where do you think you kind of fall into this kind of like of you know this this, this spectrum? Mm. Well, personally, I feel like I, I'm I'm low key in the middle because mm. like I, I feel like I I, um, I love to my, when I get on stage, I love to have a good time, and I want the people on stage to have a good time. I want people in the clubs to have a good time. Because I like to have a good time when I'm in them places too. But I understand that sometimes when people ride home from these concerts or people ride home from work or people ride home from school or something, they have they, they deep in their emotions or they deep in their mind or they just want to think and distance themselves from reality. Just zone out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like on some real, because, you know, we all, we, me and you, we three, we all fucking Spitter fans. And Spitter will could give you some some chill, um, braggadocious shit, but then mm. he's going to turn around and give you some real life shit like mm. you know tw- uh, 67 turbo that was some real life shit he was saying in that junk you know what i'm saying so it's like i think you know i'm that guy who just had that balance you mm. feel me i don't want to be too responsible but trust me you can you can you know depend on me for both i respect that i respect that. i don't want to yeah. be too responsible that might be that might be my new slogan i don't want to be too responsible okay. Just was just just was <laughs> the nigga's name was Are We Cattle? Just was just responsible enough. That's your bag. Um, it was written. Yeah. Um, why why name that track that? I'm just curious. Because it was it written when my back was against the wall and shit was fucked up, and I know I had to fight back. That's how the, the first of the mm-hmm. no, no, I, I get yeah, that. Yeah. So so that's I, okay. So that was the title. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So. Okay, so I guess that yeah. answers the question. So, yeah. with that being said, wow, the first verse answered the question. What was what was that? <laughs> how long ago was this space? Because this project came out late last year. Mm-hmm. So, with it coming out late last year, and with you saying like you were down bad, how much was this written close to that, or was this even like at from a further time? I'm, honestly, this was from a further time. Um, the last time, and that's I'm glad we're getting into the album now. Cause um, remember the last time I came here and I told you I had the album ready. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These four tracks was on that album. Wow. Yes. So this is not that album, but this is part of that album that yeah. you were telling us about. Mm-hmm. Um. So what happened was um not to go too deep in, but like what happened was I was getting ready to drop the album and then something went ha- something happened with the moving situation, living condition I was in. Okay. So I had to move out and everything that I was putting into the album went into me moving out so I had to pretty much just break the whole album up Wow! and then that's when Galactic Gas came out and then when Galactic Gas came out I was about to drop a three track EP with that specific producer and do a lot of shows and then boom COVID happened so Mm. another halt you see what I'm saying so that's when I, I paused for a minute and I was like hold up like people's really going through shit right now I'm going through shit right now. I want to let people want to be as transparent as possible mm-hmm. with the people who support and they're listening to my music. And, and this okay. is when I was like, you know what? Let me pull that part of that album and put that right there. So you, 
can imagine what's coming next now that that part that emotion is out the way okay yeah yeah all right so i'm glad you brought it up as well covid um god willing shout out to the creator whoever you believe in that Mm -hmm. we're past this we're getting you know we're at the home stretch what does you what does it look like for you at least in your mind like you've talked about shows a lot in particular and i know that's one thing that you guys are big on Uh, we talked about that with luminae about Mm -hmm. how like yo you guys that's a thing. Like y'all want to be able to touch the people. Yeah. Right. What is something that you're most looking forward to coming back as far as within the show process or the show game? Um, it's definitely performing after the performing when you shaking the hands and when you you know what I'm saying getting the Instagrams and when you you know saying oh I like this song and oh man what was the name of that one and you know what I'm saying like and just the people seeing you. And being like, oh, that was the guy. Or oh, even, like, you know what I'm saying? After I perform it, I'm at the bar or something. Or, oh, you know what I'm saying? Finishing up, moving around, dapping up people I know in the crowd. And I see people when I'm leaving, they be like, oh, that's him. Oh, hey, hey, I, I like that. Like, that interaction right there just shows you, like, okay, this shit is real. Like, mm-hmm. this is, this is, this is, it's working. Like, well, not just that, but, like, in general. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that oh. interaction is genuine. Like, because... They could do that for Kendrick and J. Cole and all that, but for them to do that for you and be local shows that, okay, then that means somebody over in another country can do the same shit for mm. you as well. Like, you never you thought of it like Cause that. Because like, the local people, you know what I'm saying? You, you, ain't, you don't, some people, most people don't really care about the local people. They care about the stars. Mm-hmm. So, for one, so for somebody to come to the local artist and do that, it gives us an idea like, damn, that means I could really like, all right, cool, cool. I got this shit in the bag, man. Mm-hmm. That's what that energy gives you that. So to be missing that for two fucking years, like, mm-hmm. dog. <laughs> you sitting out like, damn, hold on. Oh, damn, I f- almost forgot the words to that verse. And, like, you start catching yourself for a minute. You be like, oh, shit, nah, I got to get shot. You know what I'm saying? So I really miss that, just the interaction with people, like you said. Like, so with that being said, do you practice your verses and songs? Yeah. To be sharp for performances? Yeah, I listen to my own music a lot. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? I, I could do my fucking 20 minute set right here. Like, <laughs> like, like, shit. Like, man, so the set is ready, man. Yeah, like, yo, I can find a file, boo, let's go. I know all the words to my shit, but, you know what I'm saying? But I, like I do need to get back on my, you know what I'm saying, on my cardio and, and really get back on, 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 on game. So when it does come back to the time to get on stage, I'm sharp and ready. You feel me? Speaking of cardio, I like that uh, we don't ever talk about like the the actual physical aspect of like bruh, performing, performing. Bruh, <laughs> bruh. So so talk to us about. We'll, we'll we'll finish out the album. You know, Two more. You, now you want to know why dudes be rapping on stage with the rag? Cause that shit just work. <laughs> Especially see, I'm a high energy performer, so I, I run. A, I, I you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I get up and I you know I do my thing and shit. So it's like for me to do that, I gotta know. When, when I'm rapping certain verses, when certain verses is coming, how active I should and shouldn't be, when to take breaths in between certain bars, and, and, and you know what I'm saying? Like, it's really a science to it, because if you don't, you can be gassed, winded, you can be out there, <laughs> you can be, and people gonna see it because I got performance tracks. 
So my words ain't in the background. Mm-hmm. So let me get winning and, and can't rap my words. It's gonna be an empty track. Just <laughs> it's gonna be dope. It's just so it's like people gonna be all shit. hell nah. This is like who's this guy type shit. So it's what's like, what's the what's the like? So you out here like running with a mic like outside? Like how, how do you how do you train yeah, for? Right. Now I get on like um, the treadmill and I'll play my performance track in my mm, head okay. and I will like rap my words so while I'm walking on incline heavy and you know walking with a little more speed I'm just sitting there rapping my words over and over and I'll do my set of what songs that I'll do and that's how I keep that energy up like that G if you go back and watch the G'd up uh, music video that I did bruh I did that take five times of me performing on stage jumping like that I did that five times that song is like four minutes long, bro. Definitely four minutes long. <laughs> so I was just doing that. that yeah, that's why my shirt came there. I was hot as shit on that joke, bro. I was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> that I kept going, bro. It was like, yeah, I had to. They wanted to get that intensity. They wanted to get that, you know, that element of that, you know, that high energy. And that's what I bring when I'm on stage. So when you hear that song and when you see the video, that's what you get when I perform it. Like, so that's 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 the brand. That's the you know that's who I am. That's what I come with. I ain't mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Um, let's tap back into this EP. For let's sure. finish it out real quick. Uh, My life featuring Luba Day. Hey. Like I said, it's always um, I think interesting like to work with people who like are your people. Mm-hmm. And I think you 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 brought up something that I didn't really think of that like you guys have something very sort of distinct or different about you. So what was it like making this track? in particular to like some of the other tracks y'all made together um with this one it was funny because um he introduced me to the producer and then i had the track for like the longest and then i presented it to him and normally illuminate is on the hook but this time i had the hook mm. and you know what I'm saying it was dope to have him come in and drop a dope verse you know on something that he can relate on because we was both in the middle of the the come up stage together when it comes to doing open mics and events and shit like that. So that's pretty much what the show the song is about. It's my life, you know what I'm saying? Those moments coming up and so it's just great to just share that moment with, you know, your home, you feel me? So yeah. Um talking about the open mics, past dogs. Mm-hmm. Um that's y'all y'all shit. Yeah. Um What's what? What do you remember from those days? Like what? Because you talked about this song, this song being about that sort of come up. Um, we talked to someone else, a rapper, rapper Lex, uh, a band or so, mm. and she said like she didn't have no kind of OGs in this rap shit, especially like because of this area. It's not, it's not you know, it's not really you know foundation. too many you know yeah, rap yeah. sort of uh, foundation. So I wonder like. And that scene you were doing, what was it like for you? And like, who were maybe the people you looked up to, or you know, try to reach out for help and coming up in your in your rap career? Um, well, in those moments, the past awesome moments, what I really remember for them from those moments was a uh, just a lot of long nights. Like that's why I say that song, long nights. But uh, not for real. Like just really seeing something in fruition, like come to life. Like mm-hmm. something that I envisioned in my mind, I manifested in my mind, come to life. Like there was, there wasn't too many opportunities for you know rap shows in the area, and then if it was, they was making you pay 
on some bullshit thinking you're going to win $500 at the end. <laughs> or whoever bring the most people or sell the most ticket on some bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. that's some jackass shit. Like, you should be robbing niggas, bro. Janky promoters. Come on, bro. Like, we, we, not, we, not, we didn't run that game. We was like, bro, you perform for free. You know, it's $10, 5 or $10 at the door. Got the bar right there. Bring your friends. 21 and up. You see what I'm saying? That's all that was, bro. We didn't charge them for interviews. We didn't charge them for their music to be reposted. We didn't charge them for photos. We didn't charge them for none of that because we understood that we had a, you know what I'm saying, a responsibility in the in our community as musicians to give people a chance to show what they can do. A lot of people came to us and was like, this is their first time performing, bro. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, for us to give you that chance to do something like that and to succeed forward, what did that tell us? You see what I'm saying? That that we, we you know what I'm saying, we, that's needed out here. Like Havana Soda said, that's needed out here. She was on past us a couple times. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like three times, two times, you see what I'm saying? Because she came back, had good following, had dope music. So it's like, yeah, man, like, yeah, we need that in this area. But um, I had OG when I was coming up. Um, well, still my OG until this day, you feel me? He, um... I started rapping, you know, my little rhymes and shit when I was in middle school, elementary to middle school. And, they, you know, they were just little, you know, little script scrap shit. But, like, <laughs> when I got to, like, middle to high school, that's when I started really taking it serious. And, you know, my OG was just like, man, you know, if you really want to rap or whatever, because I would freestyle it to him. He would be playing beats or playing whatever in his car and shit while I'm back around the way coming from school. And I'm just stopping by the neighborhood and I see him and he playing beats and I'm sitting there freestyling or whatever. He said, damn, you sound like you... Like, you really want to do this shit. So, you know, he always kept influencing me to always do it and do it. Just, you know, growing up in my neighborhood, it was either jump niggas and get in trouble or, you know. <laughs> try to do something productive. Yeah, try sure. to do something productive. <laughs> you feel me? So, yeah, I definitely had an OG coming up. You know, that was needed. And he still pushed me to this day. If you go back and listen to my Goldmine freestyle, mm-hmm. that's him in the beginner. Telling me to like keep doing your thing, keep doing your shit. You, you'll hear it, but yeah. So speaking of people in the beginning, Mook said this is his favorite track, Too High. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just curious before I let Mook take over the question. Who is that? I, I know Spit is at the end, mm-hmm. but who is at the beginning? Uh, that's my cousin right now. He doing uh, life right now. Okay, so I did. I, okay, so I knew it was a jail call. I just yeah. couldn't. I couldn't really put my really gonna put my finger on exactly who it was. Interesting. I don't know if you want to deep dive into that. I mean, we don't have to touch that at all. But I'm just interested at who that voice was at the beginning. So thank you. Um, what was so that was just you? That was just a call you had with him. Yeah, like one day we were just talking about. I think it was. Um, I can't remember what year it was. Damn. Um, we was having a call and it was when the, the air this airplane randomly crashed or some piece of it crashed into the house in Maryland or something mm-hmm. happened, right? Yeah. yeah, but the news wasn't giving us all the details of mm-hmm. who the fuck was driving a plane, mm-hmm. what was going on, or no, nothing. So me, you know, he just called them that that weekend and we was just talking and he was like, because and that's when you hear him came out of nowhere and he was about to start talking that real shit. So I immediately pulled my phone out and started recording him. Like, cause I knew he was about, I, you know, no offense to everybody with their time, but jail niggas get in their little mm-hmm. bag, get to explaining this shit. But yeah, <laughs> nah, real talk though, mm-hmm. like that's some real shit. But um, just came home. Yeah, from you, you, you know so, what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. so they, yeah, getting me shit. Yeah. But um, <laughs> so you know, I had to hurry up and record him and make, cause I knew he was really talking about something serious. So you know, I was like, damn, the people need to hear this too, because 
you know, in music, it's the same thing, you know, this perception that people want to give you, mm-hmm. and they got you fooled, man, like, you know, and they give you this this image, and people are just, you know, delusional when it comes to shit like that, so I feel like that was something people need to hear, especially the end with Spitter, definitely need to hear that at the end, you know what I'm saying, grind for yourself, you know what I'm saying, and understand that you gotta do this for you, you know what I'm saying, so... Yeah, I'm glad you fucked with that track because that was that was supposed to be the that's actually the end of the whole album that was supposed to be anyway. So oh, wow. the fact that you rock with that that was always gonna be at the end. You know what I'm saying? I had skits yeah. on that joint and everything, bro. Yeah, man. The call on the beginning is my favorite part because I was just like, okay, like Charles says, just like I was trying to put a even though like I couldn't put a name to the voice, I was mm-hmm. just like, okay, this is gonna be just like an intimate song. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's just like either way, he's going to talk about something. A message is going to get put across. Yeah, and so sure. it's just like, what was your thought process after you like, it's like on the creation of the song? Because it automatically did you, was you just like, oh yeah, I'm about to write something to this. Like not even before you heard the beat, just off the fact that like the call from your cousin. Yeah, I definitely want to put that in the track. Like okay. I was, I was like, you know, I got to use this for sure. Like this is real and it got to be towards something that's you know transparent and honest because that's what he talking about something you okay. know transparency honesty that's being you know you know captivated from us the consumers mm-hmm. whatever the fuck people, general corporations won't yeah. call us <laughs> <laughs> but yeah tech, yeah that's so yeah i definitely wanted to put that in the track when i when i got the end of that call yeah okay so when you heard the beat did you automatically know? Oh, that yeah, the, the way one. that the way the beat came in, yeah. and then how long that call was yeah. to where the song dropped, I was like, it was destined. Yeah. It was destined okay. to happen. Because I didn't have to prolong the beat. I didn't have to edit that. Okay. I didn't so have you to didn't make, have to loop it back. It literally fit right into that. And I said, it was wow. meant to be. It was <laughs> meant to be. And even a currency jump. Same shit. It For was real? meant to be. As soon as I plugged that right at the end of that song, it fit right when the beat faded out. The lo- the vo- he finished saying pretty much what he was saying, and that's why you hear the voice fade out. And I was like, man, this is this magic. Like <laughs> sometimes some things you just can't explain. That's fate. You yeah, feel me? Some things like you just that. can't. You literally can't explain. And, you know, fate should lead us sometimes. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, what I'm saying I think uh, too high was a song that I loved and I wanted to put out. The funny thing is that was that was going to be a different beat. But when I heard that specific beat, I knew. I was meant to get on that joint. I was like, okay, get that piano. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's that that producer makes some great music, man. And you know, I'm working on some new stuff. Um, volume two is going. Yeah, we ain't gonna talk about volume two, but the next project that's going to be uh, the aftermath of the album that was supposed to be is going to be a whole different energy. Um, we turning shit up to a whole new level. Okay. Yeah, it's so a you turn up more of this or you no? Know? That's the complete opposite. Right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so this was just an experiment of saying. Oh no! See, that's the thing, though. Now I understand what my what my supporters like okay. ab- from me as mm-hmm. an artist because when I mean if the ingenious EP or LP whatever, I had a bit of the mix mm-hmm. and they liked both of it. Because the G, the song, the G was very rowdy and disrespectful, but then Ease My Mind was real deep mm-hmm. and in thought. So, you know what I'm saying? People was liking both sides. So I'm like, yo, you know what? I got to satisfy both and for myself. Because sometimes I'm going to put out some dope shit, some hip-hop, real lyrical, sure. boom bap, mm-hmm. you know, New York shit. But then sometimes I'm going to do some turn-up trappy shit and maybe go over to some EDM and some rock or, you mm-hmm. know, 
some vapor wave shit. Who knows? I'm gonna mix it up, bro. Like, shit. It's like I'm at the raves with niggas it. trying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah nigga, you know it, bro. I'm trying to get that two hundred thousand show money. Nigga. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not mad. Um, you said you can't dive into volume two, but I'm just curious. Um, you seem to be very meticulous with your at least output of dropping music. Mm-hmm. So when, like you said, when can like the people expect new stuff from you? Mm. Um, well, new content in general. Um, working on the video for my life right now. We're getting that in the works. So that's just to put that out there. And as far as the EP, we're going for the summer. I'm going for the summertime. So I'm thinking mm. about maybe, what's this, March? I mean, or April. Yeah. April. Yeah. Maybe June. I'm going, yeah, I think I can drop this in June. All the tracks, like I told y'all, the tracks was already done. done. Okay. I, just, <laughs> I just got to yeah, get them joints, get out there, and then, you know, get the cover art going okay. and then, you know, see what the album going to roll out going to be like. And, uh, music video merch and shit like that you know so like the summertime we should be geared up all right so and my my just last question around sort of like the mm-hmm. new or what's what's going forward who are some of the producers because you talked about the dope producer on too high mm-hmm. yeah, i don't know if you said a name or not you didn't what, what you talking about him out, bro. oh uh name volume okay yeah, volume. Um, he did um he also did uh what's, what else was on that joint um, so my um, my, life, my life it was real. Oh, oh no, my bad, my bad. He did G'd up. That's he did G'd up. Oh, yeah. So it's two different. Before. Yeah, two different, two different joints. Type of vibes, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. two different type of vibes, two different type of sounds. So he kind of changes it up, and that's what I, I like about him. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, and the produ- other dope producers on this. Shout out to my man Rose Audio. You know, he did. Uh, it was written. Okay. That was on right there is crazy, especially in a crazy system. If you got a good system in your car, that shit right there, nah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, my life was by DM16. He also a DMV artist as well. He's a producer, okay. so shout out to you know DMV. We have you in the building. Okay. Um, survive. I'm not even gonna hold y'all, man. And I'm saying this for the record. So if I don't want anything ever to come back to me, if it's ever on the record, I literally lost when I when I, when I had got the survive beat from the producer. Like, that was on an old laptop, but I sent it to a newer email, but I didn't send the producer's name, only the MP3. So I don't even oh. have the actual producer's name for that joint. Wow. But I paid for that shit back in, like, 2017. <laughs> so I'm wow. like, yeah, bro. So I'm sitting here like, damn, I don't even know. What the fuck? Like, Shout out to me? him, though. Yeah, but uh-huh. I, that's, why I, yeah, that's why hopefully whenever the producer hear that that song is out, they can reach me or whatever because yeah. yeah I definitely was like yeah I don't even know who <laughs> fuck uh, shit I try to reach back cannot find that email for shit so yeah this sucks but that that's my favorite one of my favorite tracks to survive yeah I really right like here. that yeah. I, I really thought that was a really like showcasing of just the bars um, I'm also like just interested on who you interested in working with not even just DMV but just like producers types mm. of people are there like sort of sounds I know you talk about that EDM but other like certain sounds, people, anything like that that you want to work going forward on these next projects? On the next couple of projects, um, mm, that's a hard question as far as producers. I like, damn. Well, I want to work with either Harry Fraud or Sledgeon or Sledge. Alchemist. Sledge. 
That's 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 you know I'm 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 really gonna put that in and in, in manifest that because yeah I really need a project I might have to just buy and be put it on a credit card or some shit <laughs> fuck it fuck the credit up on a hurry frog beat it's gonna make me so money though uh, hopefully <laughs> get the sludge beat but um nah, not for sure, for sure. Uh, <laughs> um I definitely um gotta work with some new producers um oh bitter Wilson that's my man um. Fuck it, I'll say it. that's gonna be Fill Away Volume. Um, no, Into the Cave is gonna be the next track. I mean, e, uh, EP after this new one coming up. Into mm-hmm. the Cave is gonna be some real hardcore New York type shit. Okay. It's gonna be pretty dope. Um, like and Bitter Wilson's the, the producer of the whole project. So that's one person I'm really looking forward to this next project of working with. It's gonna be so magnificent. And then uh, this other dude, my homie Zach. You know what I'm saying? Like Cat Williams said, shout out to your wife, friend. He got he got me um him to this I mean, his producers is real dope. Just sent me some dope ass beats and was like, yo, we gotta do a project together. And I was like, yeah, bruh. Hell yeah, he got fire on that too. So I might do another project with him. Um, I can't remember his producer name off the back, but yeah, he yeah, that's I like that. some dope shit too. Byron and PG. I'm sorry, I'm giving man shout out to producers. Oh, um, uh, homie Byron and PG we, that we always roll with. Um, you know, he's another producer too. I got some fire with him as well. Um, coming out, he's in our camp. So okay. for him, I mean, Rosario's in our camp too. Sorry, bro. I ain't, I ain't, hey, Tara, look, look, like you in the camp too, Tara. I ain't even say it like that, but Tara in the camp too, and uh, and Byron's in the camp too. So. You know what I'm saying? I've definitely got some heat with them. Pentagram, the producer who did Galactic Gas, um, the producer who did, um, uh, I'm trying to think, he did some other, um, oh, Fiend as well. He did Fiend as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got some stuff some coming. Some of your old work. Yeah, I got some stuff coming with him too. So I'm really just gearing up for this next couple of years and I'm just be dropping EPs like, what, what currency said? Dropping record after record like the yeah. bitches slippery. <laughs> Look, I'm telling you, watch this shit about to get ugly. I'm trying to tell you. So what's Amanda the pills. and what's the game plan behind that? Well, it's about being sharp on marketing and understanding um, like uh, your target and branding in, in general. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying like see Illuminate getting you know got their headphone deal coming up, and we just working on branding ourselves a lot differently. You mm-hmm. feel me? And, and understanding that. Um, and it's, I think this is what separates us from, I don't say every other artist, but most artists is like, we can live behind what we're talking about and, and how we present ourselves. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? There ain't no, oh, I, I'm hiding what I'm doing on the live, or I got a word, got 50 fucking security with me because I'm, I'm scared of something going to pop me or some shit. Like, nah, we, we can live like, hey, man, we good. You feel me? And I, I think that. to be able to brand ourselves in multiple different ways, company ain't going to look at us like, oh, I can't do that. You feel me? We, you know, and and we understand that that that's what a responsibility we have as artists. You know, I hate being responsible, but mm-hmm. that's the responsibility we do have as artists because we look at other artists who couldn't be branded a certain way. Like you couldn't put Easy E on a cereal box, my nigga. Like you feel me? Like you know that wouldn't have worked. You might have. You might could. Against the O OGs. <laughs> you know they would have did it. Might have went for a limited reason, limited stretch, but it did. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? That's the P was the stretch. All right, you feel me? Master P was the stretch. Shout out P. Yeah, Master P was the exception. He was the anomaly. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, you might be right. It's more of an, uh, an exception than the rule type of thing. So. But you know, more brands are more aware now because you see what's you know what's going on with the how the, how, how strong the influence of hip hop culture is mm-hmm. on children now. They're gonna definitely be. White Careful. children specifically. You're damn right. So, 
Yeah, they don't care about ours. That's shit. You can get on that. Boop. I thought you were going to say something about mm. following me. Oh. What's it for me? What is like, because we talk a lot of people about what they see in the DMV scene, and I'm just curious, like, for you, because in particular, I would, I would like to know what you guys think of the performance, because like with Illuminate, I said you guys are big on performing, and I really kind of um, enjoy that, because that's something a lot of, I think, up-and-coming or not-so-big artists don't really talk about. They talk a lot about the music, but they don't ever talk about the performance. Um, what is it about the DMV performance scenes? I know you hit, talked about it a little bit earlier with the past, the Ox, but, like, right. For some of the stuff you've actually done and seen, what do you think of it? Um, honestly, I think it's pretty sad. <laughs> like, and, I, and I'm being and I'm being so fair and so true and so honest because it's just like, bro, we have to like damn near fight and claw for a place to do this shit, and I don't think it should be like that. Like the the same way a rock show gets his opportunity. The same way EDM show get their opportunity. The same way an opera show get their opportunity. Why can't we do us not get it? The danger rate can be higher. But, <laughs> I mean, look, you, you go to an EDM show, you got motherfuckers going crazy off drugs. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Pass mm -hmm. back hey, You hear me? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, come yeah. on, man. Like, stop playing me, bro. Like, so, is what is it really about? You know what I'm saying? So, at the end of the day, it's like, we don't really have places like that. Now, um, you know, when I turned when I turned 26, I shared the same birthday with my man Freddie. He passed away uh, that rescue year. Rescue Yeah, rescue my man Freddie. We had the same birthday, and, you know, it was like, damn, me, me and him always talked about doing this mega artist show where we had, like, different genres or, like, different sounds put together, and we're going to do this, like, mm -hmm. put this shit together. Like, we just kept talking about it, kept doing it, kept putting it talking trying to put it in motion but we couldn't really get days off holidays and shit was coming around and he passed away right before thanksgiving and christmas and shit so then my birthday come around february so me and all of the people that we was about to perform was like no we're gonna fucking do this shit because freddie wanted to do this shit you know what i'm saying that's what's up and we packed the place out at pie shop on uh, a street we packed it up we had it Max capacity, you know what I'm saying? That's hard. And that was a real moment because, you know what I'm saying, it was on my birth, it was right on my birthday, mm -hmm. you know, around the same time. Birthday. Yeah, y'all birthday, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I was just like, damn, bro, to actually do a show like that. And we had rock hard ass, bro. When I mean rock bands was killing that shit that <laughs> night, bro, I really just wish we had a camera on deck. I couldn't get one or anybody on deck to do it. But, dog, it be the best for no longer are we just doing rap shows. That's all I'm going to say. So, I like that. No more. We ain't no just more. doing rap show. Yeah. We're bringing the rock bands out. Real 70s, 80s swag. Yeah, With that said, for the people who want to get more of this rock show, hip-hop, rock star lifestyle, how can, <laughs> they, how can they find out about <laughs> rock star lifestyle? We ain't just doing the hip-hop shows no more. Turn it up. Mm -hmm. And for those who want to follow and make sure they get some of this, let the people know how they can follow, make sure, you know, they keep in contact and just, you know, listen to the, the album and EP and find the merch as well. Oh, well, you have to go to my Instagram for the merch, uh, Oh My Link Tree, uh, G-R-X-Z-Z-L-Y-9-4. That's Instagram and Twitter, G-R-X-Z-Z-L-Y-9-4. 
You feel me? It's the same thing, so that way I don't get it mixed up. Oh, that's my cash app, too. So, you know what I'm saying? If you want to send me something on cash app, check I me love out. It. <laughs> you feel me? Um, Cut your yeah, right. supporters. For real. So, yeah, man, that's where you can follow me at. And, um, you know, uh, on my Instagram, there's the link tree link. In the bio. Um, in the bio. You for click sure. that, the first link right there. You hit. You got the Fill Away merch. You got the Grizzly Bear logo merch. You got the Grizzly name logo merch. Uh, the Fill Away hoodies. You know what I'm saying? You Access know? to all the music. Yeah, exactly. Tie-dye t-shirts and shit. Get all that, bro. Stickers and shit. Yeah. Yeah, hey. all that shit. You doing condoms next. Hey, okay. I'm dead serious. I believe you. Yeah. Shout out PGM Records. Niggas Shout out Ulamide. Ulamide. <laughs> Shout out Grizzly94. We out here. Love to see it. Let's get it. Fill away volume one. Make sure y'all play that. I'm steady with precision. God bless me with the sight. I manifest a vision. Unified once before money cost a vision. Tell them what is real and they still don't seem to get it. Success is all I'm seeing and they tell me that I'm tripping. It's like finessing is the way of life. Only backfires when it costs you life. In the dark trying to see the light. Ease my mind, someone passed the light. I said, it's like finessing is the way of life. Only back fast when it costs you life. In the dark, trying to see the light. Ease my mind, someone passing light. Uh, can't see me, I'm too high.